0: So people who have historically listened to this podcast may recall, I don't know, was the conclusion of the original Attic Aficionados, Attic Aficionados Season 1, I brought a box out of the attic, I cracked it open, looked through, found a bunch of old miniatures that had been painted to an amazing level, and I thought, why can't I still do this? Why can't I still commission these bits of lead, send them out to people, get them painted, pay them, get them back, you know? And I started doing this with, well, let's say three, let's say four miniature painters. I'll talk about the fourth one at the end. But three main miniature painters and then a fourth fellow. And a bunch of actually, through this process, also another fellow down in San Diego. So let's say five miniature painters to start off with. The first one is a fellow by the name of Brandon, fellow who lives in Colorado. He painted a bunch of stuff for work. He's now gotten a full-time job, which means he can't paint miniatures as much anymore. Things have slowed down, I've got some stuff with him currently, that's going to take a long time. Taking a step back, when I opened the box, the miniatures that were most interesting to me, because the fellow normally is still painting miniatures, or at least he has students, was a fellow by the name of Kirill Kenneth who painted my miniatures 2003-2004. He's now getting to the age of retirement, he does a bunch of commercial work still, but he doesn't do commissions. But under him there were three guys, well there were a number of guys, but the three guys that I selected were a fellow named Roman, a fellow named Mark, and a fellow named Fab. Let's just call them those three. So Roman and Mark both charge exactly the same amount per figure, and Fab charges half what they charge. So for Fab, I think I sent off four figures, and I gave them a, I had a little figure case. Sent them photographs of the figure case with the figures inside, said, which of these figures are you interested in painting? Funnily enough, thankfully, they all picked different figures. Easy. So four miniatures went to Fab, three miniatures went to Mark, two miniatures went to Roman. Fab painted the miniatures after about three months, maybe four months. So let's say three months. Long period of time waiting, painted them relatively rapidly. Out of the, maybe it's the four or three, I can't remember. This, This is how good things are. So let's say out of them, one of them is absolutely exceptional. He didn't follow the request that I made for basing, so they're all on these, like, large rubber pedestals, which are not particularly good for packing, but I got them back relatively quickly, and one I think is completely outstanding. The remainder are interesting, and it makes me wonder why one out of them is so good, because he spent a little bit more time on it, and the remainder are good, but, you know, not brilliant, so the fact the basing is wrong kind of makes it meh. But one out of them is outstanding, and It's outstanding for blending of colour, level of detail. Most of these miniatures are designed to be shown under high-intensity lights, but they're still relatively dully painted. So that is fab. I would say you're going to get varied results, but you're going to see some touches of brilliance. Then there was Mark. Mark took a little longer. Artistic kind of general follies but then he produced three miniatures which are absolutely outstanding and a standalone wonderful. It took a little bit longer, but, you know, four months, let's say, but so be it. They arrived. The final guy, Roman, two miniatures with him, he took the longest by far. Had a relationship breakup, four months later, things weren't happening, he painted one miniature, then he took probably additional months, month and a half to paint the remaining miniature. These miniatures arrived last week. They were blue-tacked to these pedestal things. So taking them off the blue tack is still on the bases of the miniatures. Just really rough. And I can't in good conscience recommend him going forward. Now, he does a bunch of other work. Like, he does a lot of teaching. He helps out other artists. He does a bunch of stuff. He seems like a genuinely nice guy. I'm going to go have lunch with him or maybe dinner with him in Washington, D.C. So it's one of these curious things where I wouldn't employ the guy again, but... You know, I'm going to meet him. I'm going to have a chat with him at least. I'm going to implore to him as an educator, as someone who teaches people to paint miniatures in the future, that he needs to educate people about what this miniature painting thing is, particularly in the high end. That what they're doing is associated with luxury items. And that's the thing that I really liked about Mark. He presented it in like a little cigar box-like thing when they arrived. Now, I've removed the out. The cigar box wasn't lacquered. There were a bunch of issues with the cigar box thing. But they were presented immaculately. They came with a little certificate. He understood very greatly that this was a beautiful thing of luxury and he was presenting something that was just absolutely outstanding. And out of the three, I would use Mark again for his painting services. However, I've given him a bunch of additional figures and he's taken time off. He's doing other things. He's teaching currently. Maybe when he stops teaching, things will come back. The final guy who I've contacted is a fellow by the name of John, who's based out of New Jersey. I've sent him, I honestly don't know how many figures I've sent him. I've sent him probably, mm, I can't remember whether it was five or six initially, plus an additional ten maybe, I don't know. I mean, this shows, this is a long-term process. If I went back through the records, I'd probably know. John is incredibly slow. He takes, he claims to take a month for two figures. He takes, I don't know, a month a figure, perhaps. And he's got, clearly got a lot of other stuff going on. Like all these people, none of them are full-time painters. But he does what he does, and, you know, he's nice, going. He's got a nice, easygoing girlfriend who keeps in contact with me. She handles most of the correspondence. And I know they're getting painted. I know they're getting painted to a standard. He is even cheaper than Fab. But you've got to deal with all the eclectic other stuff that he's got going on. So it's always interesting. Now, then you have the army painter folk. I mentioned Brandon initially in Colorado. And really what I need is someone like that. The individual figure painters are wonderful, but they take a lot of time. And really, honestly, I don't see the quality is there. It's universally like when you see something, you have a sense of its intrinsic quality. When you look at the work that these folks are producing... Kilkanav is just outstanding. Fred Reed who did a lot of my like multi-figure paintings like army painting for a better term clearly worth every penny but in the value perspective what you're trying to do if you have a volume of figures is find a painter who's really quite good but can just do a lot of figures. Waiting two three months for single figures three five months for a couple of figures just boring you know. So what I'm looking for is a medium range figure painter who can paint figures reasonably where I'm not fussed about waiting for long periods of time and they just get back to me in a reasonable time frame now John and his girlfriend recommended a fellow in Aptos which is the south of me who seems to be pretty good the folks that I'm contracting the Colorado guy from Brandon yeah I'm no problem with Brandon very you know reasonable guy but the people that are communicating this whole notion of agency you need one degree of separation you're always gonna have this one person who's brokering or doing something it's the agency that seems to be the problem here now they've nominated a new guy that i'm working with let's see how he turns out he seems genuinely i mean he's got good work so we'll see how that goes and then i've got this fellow in aptos and my hope is by the end of the year i will have cleaned through the miniature sufficient but i can just slow this whole thing down i've had the experience again i've done a year's worth of this miniature painting thing but really, honestly, it's interesting, it's fun, you get stuff back. But I don't have a need for, like, ongoing long-term miniature painting. So what I'm doing is putting bookends with regards to some stuff. i got some Vietnam-era figures, i got some Second World War Australians. That's about it. I think that basically concludes this whole thing. And then I can go back to recording music and working on Noble Ape and all this other stuff. Because this miniature painting thing, it's taken some time, it's been interesting in some regard, but... I don't know. I just don't see the intrinsic and amazing value that I once did with Kirill Kenev and Fred Reed back in the early 2000s. Something is lost here. It's considerably more expensive. I mean, the Kirill Kenev stuff was ridiculously cheap when you look at it now. And everyone, I mean, they pushed up the prices. The need has been there. Good for them that these prices have come up. I'm not particularly fussed by that. But the notion of value within that scheme seems to have fallen a little bit by the wayside. So a curious footnote that I wanted to record on, that's what's been happening with the miniature painting.